coming up this week on the Hellier's podcast. I'm going to talk with you on why I'm launching this podcast, why I think it's important to talk about hip hop and wellness, why I need it, why I think it's going to be a lot of fun and what we have planned for the show. Then, of course, we got to talk about Will Smith. It was not my intention to make episode one about the Fresh Prince. But after that slap, and then I just started thinking about his impact on hip hop and some of the first albums I ever bought. And I was like, you know what? Will Smith, episode one, it's going to happen. I'm going to check in with the Hell of Years family, DJ Filet, Tony Tech, my bro out in Sacramento, Maintain. It's a beautiful thing. We're going to end this with our top five Will Smith records. And there may be a few surprises in there. Stick around. Thanks for listening. It's all happening right now on the Hell of Years podcast. This is the Hell of Years podcast. It's the Hell of Years podcast. Hip-hop and wellness. All together. Will Smith don't got a cuss in his rap to sell records. Well, I do. So f*** him and f*** I'm going to, okay? I'm going to, okay? I'm going to, okay? Okay. Wow. What the hell was that slap all about? We're going to dive in in just a little bit. That's coming up. Tell you a couple stories on the first couple of albums I ever bought. Actually, the first album I ever bought was Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Damn, that's a long time ago. It was like early 1988. I was probably nine years old. My grandma actually took me to Musicland up at Hilltop Mall in Richmond. And I went to buy it, the little tape. And I remember the person behind the counter was like, uh, you need an adult with you. And I was like, my grandma's right there. And then they said to my grandma, is it okay if he gets this? And she was like, yeah, sure, okay. She didn't know the content. Anyway, I got home. My mom was not feeling it. I think she made me return the tape. I got a dub of it, though. Second tape I ever bought was he's the DJ I'm the rapper that's how we're gonna tie this into Will Smith in a little bit before we go there I want to talk to you just a little bit about the Hell Years podcast and why this is important for me right now okay I had COVID back in February I was man down out in the man cave for 10 days I quarantined away from my family just I didn't want them to get sick and while I was out there a lot of time to reflect and it's really my man cave is really like where all my music and stuff is my old radio shit my plaques my my history and while I was out there I just kept remembering and reflecting and thinking about hip hop and how much it means to me and how I'm happiest when I got my hip hop and I'm happiest when I'm sharing the music that I love and that I feel so I figured you know what it's time to do a podcast. It's time to talk about all my favorite shit. It's time to teach you a little bit of what I learned in the last 10 years of being a nurse. See, so for 10 years I did radio, right? Half the time in Sacramento, KBNB 103.5 The Bomb. Came out to Portland. 95.5 KXJM, jamming, had a lot of fun there. Oh, I should note, back in Sacramento too, was also banging around a few years with the Federation. Fed gang, Zilla shit, you already know. 2008, our radio station was sold. Figured it was time to switch up careers. Went back to college. Became a registered nurse, who would have thought? Studied science, studied health and wellness. For the last 10 years, been working in the hospital. Helping a lot of people, right? But mostly like one at a time or a patient in their family, right? And I've just learned a lot and experienced a lot and been through a ton of shit. And I would love to share some of what I've learned and experienced with you. I think the best way to do that is to entertain while we're talking, right? So we can educate and entertain. And to me, my language is hip hop. Yeah. I guess I should warn you then if hip hop is not your thing, this probably ain't the podcast for you. That's all right. Maybe though I could teach you a little something about it. Maybe you don't know much about the Fresh Prince. We'll start there today. Stay tuned for that. Couple of goals for this first season of the Hell of Years podcast. We're going to document this process. 
figure out the formatting, work out all the kinks, and share our frustrations with you. More information can be found on my website, www.zachwoodruff.com. That's Z-A-C-W-O-O-D-R-U-F-F.com. Hip-hop, Hip-hop and wellness. And wellness. Right here. It's the Hell of Years Podcast. Man, how can we not address what just happened at the Oscars with Will Smith, a.k.a. the Fresh Prince, walking up on stage and smacking the shit out of Chris Rock? And I don't really want to jump too much into the actual slap i mean we all got our own opinions on what happened right so i don't want to talk about the slap but i do want to talk about the fresh prince i want to talk about will smith because i had no intention of talking about will smith on the first episode of this podcast was not even a thought in my mind if you know me you were probably expecting something about wu-tang Maybe about E-40 or Outkast or Snoop Dogg. But nope, here we are, episode one, and Will Smith is the topic. But it's actually pretty relevant, and here's why. Some of the first hip-hop music I ever listened to was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, right? Like the second album I ever bought on tape. He's the DJ, I'm the rapper. The first CD I ever bought, like the first CD I bought with my money going into music land at Hilltop Mall was home base with the smash single Summertime. I would argue is the best summer song ever. The Rolling Stone put it at like number nine on their best summer song list ever. I don't even know what was above that. There's probably a Beach Boy song in there, a couple other ones. I don't know. Maybe a little Soak Up the Sun, whatever, Sheryl Crow. But to me, that's number one on my list. But when I look back on what got me into hip hop, Will Smith was one of the main artists that really got me into it. And I remember when my bro, Sean O'Callaghan, we were coming back from a field trip. He had a Sony Walkman. I think it was one of those sport ones that was like yellow. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But I remember he was listening to NWA and he was like, hey, put these headphones on and listen to it. And I put it on and my world was never the same after that. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. It was, there was so much energy and rawness and I never heard anything like that. And I just fell in love with that shit. But I couldn't really listen to that at home. You know, I got a dub of the tape. I couldn't really play that around the family. But Will Smith, Fresh Prince, like he had pretty family friendly lyrics and he wasn't, you know, um, talking about shoot him up, bang, bang, fuck the police. So I actually was able to play Will Smith and um, it, it really developed my love of hip hop listening to his music and him, well, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff, um, and then seeing him on television for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which at the time, you guys got to remember, like late 80s, early 90s, like Will Smith was the motherfucking man, right? It was like an MC Hammer era. And like, he was just everything. And I remember when he wore like the Jordan 5s in the episode, the great ones. And I'm like, oh man, so fresh. So fucking dope. So like when I think about how I really fell in love with hip hop, Will Smith has to be a part of that story. So it's kind of ironic and kind of cool that, no, it's not cool that he's in the news for slapping somebody. But I'm excited to share with you that Will Smith had something to do with my hip hop story. Maybe he has something to do with your story. Maybe he didn't. Maybe you weren't even born when this shit came out. But he did his thing. You cannot knock this man. He is quite accomplished as a hip hop artist. That was what he first got into entertainment for. He was an MC. And he worked with his homie DJ Jazzy Jeff and they dropped albums. And then in later in the 90s, uh, he went solo and did his thing and obviously became one of the biggest movie stars of all time. But hip hop and Will Smith have so much history together. We have to talk about those things. So let's look at the, the album Home Base. So I remember watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and after one of the episodes, they debuted the video to Summertime. And I just remember being blown away, being like, 
oh my fucking god this song is the shit will smith is the shit i love everything about it man that's my jam the song was actually produced by a couple dudes named hula and k fingers right they're out of chicago and check this out it won a grammy for the best rap performance by a duo or group in the 92 grammys and then it was number one on the hot r&b and hip-hop song chart um, for a week and it got to number four on the billboard hot 100 so it was a big record at the time and you gotta think this dude was all over television will smith was the man and now here we are 30 plus years later and he's smacking the shit out of chris rock but will smith is a part of my hip-hop story maybe he's a part of your hip-hop story I got my boy on the phone right now, Tony Tech. Is Will Smith a part of your hip-hop story, bro? Man, Will Smith, The Fresh Prince, and DJ Jazzy Jeff, they were a big part of my hip-hop story, actually. And honestly, it was more Jazzy Jeff. For me, Will Smith, parents just understand the video. I thought it was cool. I thought it was funny. But like when I got that album and I listened to The Magnificent, dude, the way he was cutting and scratching, the chirping and transform, like... Like, he invented that shit, man. So, like, I always respected that part of it a little bit more. To me, like, Will Smith, he was more like, you know, fun, party, you know. He started to do that, that right. rapper slash actor, you know. But it wasn't like the way Ice Cube did it, you know. To me, like, Will Smith was, like, kind of like a living cartoon. Does that right, make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, no. I, and, and I think he played that role perfectly. And if you, if you could enjoy that, then... Damn it, he was your guy, you know what I mean? Kind of like uh, like how MC Hammer, like you said, you know, when you just referenced yeah. Ice Cube, like MC Hammer was in his own lane and it wasn't for everybody's taste, but he certainly made an impact. And I think Will Smith kind of did the same thing at the time. But it's interesting that you bring up Jazzy Jeff because, man, do you think that guy gets the props that he should get for what he was doing at the time? <laughs> I, I definitely don't, you know. I, I know that, like... He went on, like, after that whole thing, he was doing, like, like production, and he had a couple of his own albums out. And, I mean, like I said, to me, Jazzy Jeff is a living legend, man. Like, any chance that, like, he comes through the town and we get a chance to go see him. I know he did uh, that Adidas uh, party a couple years ago, too, man. So, like, yeah, man, Jazzy Jeff, to me, a living legend. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you, man, because I... I love your thought process and your get down. What's your what's your take on on the slap in the situation? I saw a post that you did that said something about how people who haven't heard the um, if you talk shit you get hit. <laughs> yeah, man, like 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 that's like that's like the school I'm from, man. Like talk shit get hit. I grew up in a small town. It was really hood. It was really rural. And we had to hold ourselves accountable. You can't just go, go out and be popping off at the mouth, you know, because there's consequences to that. Certainly. But, you know, if you're from the hood, you understand an open-hand slap, that's a fucking warning shot, bro. Like, like that isn't like, I'm going to come and do damage to you. That's like, boom, you know, wake up, you know. Shoot, dude, my, my grandpa used to call my uncles when I was messing around. I wouldn't even know half the time. He'd catch me doing something. My uncle uh -huh. walk up here, what are you doing? Whack. I'm like, oh, shit, you know? That's like a wake-up. That, that's like a warning shot. Okay. But here's the way I, I look at this. You know, I was looking at Oscar hosts and all that stuff. Would Will have done that if it was someone else? Would he have slapped a Jimmy Kimmel? Would he have slapped a Wanda Sykes? What if it was fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson up there? Would Will have went up there and done that thing? I don't think so. Right? Like, like so like, you know, yes, I kind of get it. But dude, also I understand when I was young, yeah, talk shit, get hit. You walk around, you're 15, you're trying to prove yourself. Bro, I'm pushing damn near 50. Like, I don't need to do that anymore. I've already right. done what I needed to do. Will, where he's at, what he's done in the industry, he doesn't need to prove himself like that. Like, yeah. he needs to move like a G, like in silence. Like, he needs to pull Chris to the side, like, hey, you need to apologize to my wife right now, bro. She'd appreciate that shit in the future. I'll, you know, handle it like that. Like, right there, I don't know, man. I think his, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, Tech. I mean, the, the thing is, and I've seen some people argue this on the internet, like, you know, you, you shouldn't poke at, at people's health conditions. And yeah, he's a comedian and that's what they do. But I do think there's some truth in that, in that, like, that kind of, that kind of attack can really hurt somebody if they're f- they're facing something um with their own health you know and i yeah. think if that was will's message like that you you crossed the line he could have even just said that he could have interrupted him and said you know what that hurts and that's terrible and there are millions of people right now facing shit every single day and i get that we're comedians and we entertain and we kid and we joke but some things and some words really do carry more weight and hurt much deeper than than some superficial jokes you know what i mean oh yeah oh yeah man what's what's that old adage man that old story where you go and you pull or, or, or you put a hundred nails in, into a fence right now you go through and you pull all those nails out right there's still holes there's there's still residual damage left whether right. it's you know emotional mental it messes with your self-confidence you know there's there's so many aspects of that and we just need to be careful you know with our words our words carry weight man you know they've been saying it for years the pin's always been mightier than the sword absolutely you know i'm so happy that you're going to be a part of the uh hell of years podcast and the family <laughs> and i'm just excited for what we're gonna do uh, we're gonna be getting together all of us in the studio yep. shortly in uh, just a week or two um yeah. but i would like for you to just before i ask you my last couple of questions uh okay. tell people a little bit about get fresh and and just kind of what you do <laughs> and, and your artwork and all the stuff that you got going on so man um i have this company called uh get fresh creative um and I've been in apparel, I've been in design, you know, I work with you in radio, and, and I've been doing all these things all my life that I decided to create this like little umbrella company. You know, um, a lot of my focus is, I, I do a lot of graphic design, I do a lot of apparel printing, embroidery, you know, multimedia, you know, type stuff. And I'm, I'm finally tuning it in. When the uh, pandemic hit, you know, I was a production manager for pretty large company that uh we we dealt with some high profile brands and stuff like that and i decided i'm gonna take this time and i'm gonna do my own thing so you know um i was actually about to talk to you about that when you say what i've been doing this week you know um getting fresh is what i've been doing man (laughs) good i guess that that leads right into the first question then yeah what are you working on like actively right now what's the day-to-day looking like right now for you and get fresh well, I'm always printing. I'm always hustling. You know, that's number one. Um, I'm working on new ideas or, or designs. Um, I coach high school sports. You know, nice. during uh, football and basketball season. So spring, that's my off season. I've been being a little lazy. That's all right. Putting, I've been putting the finishing touches on my uh, website and my web store. Um, over the last like like two years, I've been so busy printing for other people. I uh, tend to forget the products I have to get done on my own. So I'm taking a little bit more time. Good for to you. Get those ideas. Yes, I need to get those ideas out of my head and bring them to life. Certainly. And you do a lot of the art. You do a lot of embroidery work too, which I've been very impressed with. I think so many people are just so into just vinyl pressing or screen printing or um, you know uh, direct to garment or whatever. But you kind of doing the old embroidery jump off, right? Man, yeah. There's like there's just so many you know ways to express art, and like 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 you said, there's direct to garment, there's screen printing, there's a vinyl, there's sublimation, and I feel all those different you know mediums have have their values um that I, I just like the good classic look of a nice embroidered logo you know taking the art a little different pushing it a little bit man like like yourself i'm a hat fiend i'm a sneaker fiend yes i yes. like i like i like my 501s with a fresh tee a fitted and a clean pair of sneakers right but like what i like to do is i like to just put different designs different colors color matching stuff you know putting whole sets together and um yeah man so i've just been doing a lot of that stuff man i got the machines running all the time because if those machines ain't running i'm not making no money i hear that so is it just, it's just getfresh.com or how how are people getting in uh, touch with you it's uh getfreshapparel.com fantastic there it is right and, there yeah and then um you could log on there um i'm actually looking to uh to uh, open up the store tomorrow actually. nice 
Nice. Yeah, so um, there's gonna be a couple hats, a couple crew necks. You know, the, uh, the the first drop is the "Be Cool to Your School." You know, our classic varsity sports. You know, looking logos and stuff like that. I'm gonna check in with you every week, but the other question that I had, and and again, this is just gonna be, I think, a staple that we'll do with everybody that we get the chance to co-host with or if we get to interview somebody or, or, or book a guest or something just you know what are you working on is the first but then number two and maybe even the most important question is just what you're doing to take care of yourself and your own health and your own uh, temple what are you doing to make sure you're giving uh, Tony Tech the time that you you deserve man man that's that's a big one for me especially right now so like recently I had my father-in-law and then I had one of my tias who I was very close with pass away within uh, a week of each other. Yeah, my condolences, brother. Thank you, thank you. Um, So what helped me cope, what helped me grieve, what helped me come to terms with the losses, I actually got creative with it. And I uh, took all our old photo albums from our family and I reorganized them. Then I... uh, scan pictures i created slideshows nice. for um those services like you know it, it helped me just kind of go through stuff um it, it let me revisit their lives a little bit talking to my family members let me hear their stories again it gave me the uh, closure i needed so so right there that was like the uh, mental thing to me i i had to dig something out of myself it, I, I used it in a constructive way and um, my wife was like really impressed so she's like hey why don't you do that to the house so like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I love like, it <laughs> this uh, last week um, we did spring cleaning man you know I, I I got a boy about to graduate college you know and another one has his own house another one's down in the military so like we actually are reutilizing their room so a lot of packing uh, a lot of moving boxes a lot of doing that shit dude so like that went really well so I'm like well shit I'm gonna do my shop next and what I realized is spring cleaning and this is a time it's a very therapeutic process you Certainly. get rid of the shit that you don't need in your life you you see like like the little simple things that hey this means a lot to me I, I want to keep this and everything else is, is, is like a purge and I recommend people do this more often than not. That's good game. It's good advice. I appreciate that, Tony Tech. So, yeah, um, I'll check in with you next week, and I look forward to when we get over get you over here in two weeks, man. I'll talk to you real soon, brother. Yeah, brother. Take care. Hey. So I told you, baby, they don't make her like me. Nah, baby, they don't make her like me. What you say? Nah. They don't really make her like me. Nah. They don't really make her like me. 
so I told her They don't really make them like me Nah They don't really make them like me What she say? Baby, they don't make them like me Baby, they don't make them like me This is the Hella Years Podcast It's the Hella Years Podcast Hip-hop and wellness All together Yeah it's that part of the show. We're going to talk wellness. We're going to talk mental health. And we're going to see what we can come up with together as we kind of process what happened with Will Smith and that slap. Because, man, if you really think about all that could happen from that slap, you probably wouldn't have made that decision, right? Like You could go to jail. I mean, that's assault, right? You could lose your Oscar that you should have already won years ago. But finally, you get your Oscar. That might go away. Shit, Chris Rock might sue you for a hundred million dollars because that internet meme is out there forever now, right? Like you wouldn't have made that decision if you really took a moment to think about it. Like you could be upset with the comedian and say, hey man, not cool. It's not cool to make fun of somebody's health conditions, right? That's not cool. I've been taking care of people for over 10 years and I've seen countless different health conditions impacting people real people that are facing life or death illnesses that's not cool to make fun of that shit words can hurt they do hurt but it's also on us to know that the meaning that we assign to those words is entirely up to us right like will smith could have been very unhappy with that joke and said Chris Rock, that's not cool, man. That one stung. I'm disappointed in you. I wish you wouldn't have said that. Jada could have said something like that. Like, that's not cool, Chris Rock. It's a health condition that I face, and I'm doing my best. Maybe joke about something else. And he probably would have taken a step back and been like, you know what? But again, he's a comedian. That's what they they do. They make fun of shit. I get that. But words can hurt. But you can't control what people say. You control how you respond and the meaning that you assign to them. So whatever meaning Will Smith assigned to Chris Rock's joke prompted him to act in the way that he did. You got to take a moment to think about that, though. I don't think he did that in the moment. He made he made a decision, regrets it, apologized for it. But that just goes to show he's human, just like the rest of us. And when we have the stresses of life and all of the drama that we experience on the day to day, it can get real hard sometimes. And even if you've got everything in the world and you're a gajillionaire with so much success, you can see right there with Will Smith. Shit happens and you get mad and you become unhinged and you do something that you probably didn't mean to do and then you regret it and you go, fuck, why did I do that? We gotta look at our mistakes and reflect on them and and try to learn from them. I hope Will Smith is doing that. We're all gonna make mistakes. We're human. We do things, right? But it's then, how do we react to them? How do we learn from them? How do we get better? My homie Dave at the hospital said something to me just yesterday it was pretty cool he was like you know if it's a mistake it should only happen one time and that's okay and you should learn from it if it happens again that becomes a choice right so we got to reflect we got to think we got to remember who we want to be and i think in that moment will smith forgot and that's okay and we can forgive him and i think chris rock can forgive him But if he was to do it again, then that was a choice, right? You can't do that. You don't want to go to jail. You don't want to get sued for $100 million. What are you doing to take care of your mental health? How are you managing? How are you making sure you don't get to that moment where you just don't want to smack the shit out of your boss or your neighbor or whoever it is? Don't do it. (laughs) Hold on, man. Take Take a moment. Take a deep breath process consider the consequences consider what's best for you and your mental health probably not smacking the shit out of whoever remember we assign the meaning to whatever words we hear it's up to us 
and words can hurt. So we got to be aware and we got to choose our words wisely because they do have consequences. And sometimes I'm blown away when I hear shit that people will say that's totally out of pocket and fucked up. And I think like, man, you've probably never been smacked or fucked up in your life. Because that's a very bold statement that you just made. And I know some people who would take off on sight on you for saying that. And not necessarily think of the consequences. But what you said was fucked up and disrespectful. So you're getting smacked. And I'm surprised at how bold people can be sometimes. Right. But I also know that like my life and my mental health and my day to day is way more important than whatever it is that they said. Or whatever it is that they think. So I'm not going to let them fuck my world up. Right. And I think that's really important. And I wish Will Smith would have been strong in that moment. To be like Chris Rock you're not going to fuck my day up. He still could have came with something. And interrupted the joke. Or stood up. Or said something. Or done something to like make Chris Rock pause. Or to to just change that that energy or that that moment to that crowd but you know he went with what he went with gotta be smart you gotta think it through you gotta take care of yourself you gotta be selfish and put yourself first there's so much here i gotta bring in my big homie we go back so far sacramento dj filet my dude my brother how you feeling about this Will Smith jump off? Bro, I'm really perplexed over this Will Smith shit, bro. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's Will Smith. So, what it's the Will hell? Smith, man. You know what I mean? Like, this guy has been part of our life for so long. And how he was introduced and he never comes to his rap. All this stuff. I just listened to his book. Like, come on, man. Will Smith, I'm perplexed right now. I'm perplexed, dude. I'm perplexed. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about it because, you know, here, here's my thing, Philip, right? The slap, the disrespect to his wife. I get it. The history I get, you know, but at the stage, it could have been handled in a different way. And then, like, to see today, Friday, April 1st, earlier this week, reports came out, like, you know, that they were both, him and Jada were snickering after the slap. Or, sorry, not just mm. the slap, but the joke. They were both snickering, and there's video out there that they were, like, actually kind of laughing at the joke because, I mean, it's Chris Rock. He's a comedian. He's funny. He's funny, right? You know? I, I, I don't know, you know, so it's, I'm very perplexed over the whole situation because I believe they can, they can handle it in a way, different way, and but I understand, uh, you know, the whole disrespect, but then now seeing these other other things come out, and so for me, at this point, I'm just kind of ready for it to go away. <laughs> I feel you. I feel that. I mean, it's like I, I said in the very beginning of the episode, like I didn't want to talk too much about the slap just because everybody's right. going to have their feelings and it's just weird. It just, I don't think violence is the answer. I think he could have got his point across in many other ways, even just like saying something and taking over the stage or saying, you know, that hurts people's feelings or you crossed the line or come on now, Chris, like there, there were other ways for him to share that he was not feeling that. Uh, without striking Chris Rock. That being said, Chris Rock got a chin too, though. I mean, <laughs> well, I, he really does because I didn't think he got. <laughs> he really did, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, check this out, man. I was also talking a lot about Will Smith as just the Fresh Prince and with DJ Jazzy Jeff and how in the late '80s and early '90s, like they really were those dudes, and Will Smith really was that fucking guy. What are your memories or what's what part of your hip hop story does Will Smith fall into? Well, it's kind of crazy and cool, right? Because it's like my parents just don't understand. That song came out. I loved it. But then when Summertime came out, oh my gosh. It put a whole right? perspective on Summertime for me. But the craziest part about this 
is my dad actually purchased the CD. So we would bump the CD like in the car in like summer times, like was one of his jams. And so we would listen to that song a lot. <laughs> and Bro, like, that was the first mail. CD I ever bought, dude. That was my very first CD that I bought with my own money was, was Home Base. That's crazy. Home Base has a very good CD. And my dad bought the CD. I ended up taking it over from him. But, you know, my dad actually bought it first. But don't you remember, like, how fly dude was? Like, just being on television and rocking Jordans and, like, just bold with kind of his style and his colors and just, Bro, like, just Will wearing, Smith was that guy. I'm trying to tell people. Bro, wearing the, wearing the overalls with one shoulder off. Bro, bro. Yep. Bro, that's real sad, bro. I think he gets overlooked. He gets forgotten about as far as that era of hip hop and like before Fresh Prince of Bel Air really took off. Like before he was in the movies and everything, dude was he was a rap artist. He was a hip hop artist, and he made some good tunes, man. He was that guy. He was that guy. And well, the crazy part about Will Smith, what a lot of people probably know if you're a music buff or not, but he was the first top artist to win a Grammy. So, you know, his place in history was cemented already, you know what I mean, with hip hop. All right, so um, we're underway with the podcast now. Uh, you're officially going to be stuck um, rocking with me, so just heads up. It's happening hella years. We also have some other exciting things planned. Um, we'll give some more details in a little bit, but we're going to be doing a lot of outdoor adventures, would you say? Yes. Yes, we're going to be getting in, uh, getting in tune with our... With our what, what do we call it? Uh our nature side our yeah yeah our uh just getting in tune with earth and becoming one with the universe through uh absolutely this this wonderful landscape we live in called the pacific northwest and so you know if you've never been out here before ah, let me tell you this stuff is like postcard stuff <laughs> it's funny i don't know if you saw and maybe i'll talk in just a minute there's like a um six-part little documentary series that will smith did on disney plus that's dope bro if you haven't seen it you should go check it out really? yeah for sure hey and then before i get to my little quick two minutes two questions you told me about this audiobook that i've started but i would like for you to share just a little bit more about your take on the um, will smith audiobook that you put me up on recently well, well, it for me, um, it gave me a different insight to Will. And again, I think we have to talk about hip hop because when we, when I'm listening to the book, I'm also thinking about the things that are happening in hip hop during that time, and just kind of making that correlation of like, oh, that's crazy, right? Like that, like that's what was going on, like during that during that particular era and uh he paints a really pretty picture of that and then also having a better understanding of like mental health and i think it's the elephant in the room especially for uh men of color um when it comes to to mental health and and how some of the same ways we were treated uh and things that we the trauma we've gone through um how it's affecting us now and and how you kind of have to address these things or they kind of just stay with you and he addresses that in his book and his, his relationship with his father and it would sound probably familiar to a lot of men of color uh, relationship with fathers uh, especially you know ones that were kind of out there hustling and bustling for their family um, and not the ones that left the family high and dry yeah, so the website is willthebook.com, right? And I didn't really know about Audible, so uh, Phil like put me up on that, uh, which is quite cool. You can just, if you don't like to read, you can listen to books. Um, I'm trying to, to do a little bit of both. But um, I think it's, it's what, like 15 or 16 hours uh, of commentary yeah. of, of Will Smith, like reading his book and kind of elaborating a little bit, or is he just straight yeah. reading the whole thing? Uh, it, it's straight reading the whole thing, uh, but, it's, but it's done the tone. Uh, the context of the words, right? He puts context to, instead of just reading the book, it's the tone that he reads it in and, and kind of uh, gives you more feeling uh, when when you're listening to the book. I think. Yeah, y'all check that out. Willthebook.com. 
or anywhere that you listen to audiobooks. So I guess, man, just let me know, man. Uh, we're going to do the two minutes, two questions thing where uh, we yes, just sir. check in with friends and family and, and people that we fuck with. So first question is just what are you working on and what do you got going on right now? I'm working on myself. <laughs> man, uh, just becoming a better version of myself for myself. Um, and that's, you know, doing a lot more reading, uh, committing to working out, um, you know, just being a better dad and better husband and, and just being more emotionally available to my family and just, you know, just trying to really take things uh, to the next level. Um, for me, because it's you know I wanna I wanna be happy. And I want my my family happy, and there are certain things that I know that I've uh, kind of brought on into the relationship of, of just traumas that I've carried with me for so long, and so I'm just working on um, just really trying to be a better version of myself every day. Man, that was fantastic. I mean, that's almost. The same uh, response I would hope to hear for the second question, <laughs> which is what Whoa. are you doing to take care of yourself and to make sure that, you know, DJ Filet is in tip top. What are you what are you doing to, to focus on your own health, which you kind um, of just answered? Well, the main well, the main thing is is education, right? Is educating yourself on 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 different things, educating yourself on on how to be a better person. There's so many books and things out there that can help you uh, get through situations, um, help you through tough times. Uh, so for me right now, uh, I, I'm going, I'm committing to going on walks at least once a day. Uh, but during nice. these walks, I also commit to listening to my book. And so <clears throat> the new book I'm listening to is emotional inheritance right now and it's by Gallup Atlas PhD and let me just tell you I'm, I'm only through two chapters of this book and I, I cried during the prefix of the book because wow. it's that powerful and when you, when you think about your life and all the things you've gone through and and, and you you hear what this this author is saying, and I don't want to ruin it for you. Uh, it's it's very powerful, and it just makes you want to just take a deep dive into this book and and live it for a little while. So, education, um, I would say, would be one of a good start of just educating yourself on how to be better and how to deal with um, you know maybe some things that you're you're dealing with. So. There it is. My brother, I appreciate you. DJ Filet, Elliot's podcast. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. Hip-hop and wellness. You're in the right spot. It's the Elliot's podcast. Zach Woodruff here and this is kind of exciting if you like nature shows like I don't know how you feel about like David Attenborough and like BBC specials but man ever since I was a kid I've always enjoyed um, nature shows and just as TVs and camera technology have improved over the last couple of decades the stuff that they can capture now is just utterly breathtaking and Will Smith and National Geographic on the Disney Plus a streaming service have a little six part documentary series called um, Welcome to Earth. That's just fantastic. And I really enjoyed it. And uh, if you haven't heard about it or seen it, strongly recommend you check it out. Uh, they describe it as a six part limited series guided by Will Smith with um, elite explorers on an awe inspiring journey, getting up close and personal with some of the most thrilling spectacles on the planet from volcanoes that roar in silence to deserts that move beyond our perception to animal swarms with minds of their own. And then it sound interesting, but I've watched it and it's just fantastic. So check it out. Very cool. All right. Time has arrived. Let's get to top five Will Smith songs or Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff songs, right? Cause they've made a lot of albums, uh, four or five, I think, uh, as a as a duo and then you know will smith went on to do his solo career so and i think like his solo career was more 
you know, it was welcome to Miami and getting jiggy with it and um, men in black. And it was, you know, it was different. And whereas earlier in his career, when he was working with Jeff, it was certainly a lot more hip hop. Um, and it's not to say I didn't enjoy going to Miami with Will Smith, but um, certainly a different sound, I think, when he was rocking with Jazzy Jeff. Um, we'll go backwards. I think I have one surprise on here that I'm excited to talk to you guys about for just a little bit. So my number five song, it's getting jiggy with it. I'm just going to say it. I like the record. I think it's fun. Um, we're just going to, that's number five. Uh, we're going to jump into number four, a little bit of a surprise here because I was so excited to hear about this when it was happening. Probably around Oh two sometime around there. Uh, my, my, my homie Rick Rock got to do a track for Will Smith off the album of the same name as the track called Born to Rain. And it was just kind of exciting when Rick was working with so many people at the time to know like, damn, Will Smith? And like, it wasn't like Will Smith was just making the dopest records, but he was so so big just from his movies and everything that getting to work with him was like, damn, that's pretty cool, man. So the song is called Born to Rain. It's a dope record. You've probably not heard it. So you should definitely check that out. Will Smith, produced by Rick Rock, it's Born to Rain, number four. Yeah, so um, let's talk number three. Um, yeah, so let's talk number three. I'm going to give it to parents just don't understand. I feel like that's, a, that's one of those songs from my childhood that just... It, it makes me remember when I was first starting to get into hip hop and, and rap music. And that was just one of them ones, you know, so it's got to be number three for me. Um, if we're going to go to number two, I'm going to say this was a toss up because I almost made this number one, believe it or not. And this is only like a minute long. But I feel like the theme song to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was perfect right like now this is a story like right away you're already thinking it you see it in your head you see him flipping around in the chair and then when he pops out of the taxi cab like so perfect it just it makes me feel like like a young teenager and just the the, the early 90s and just oh man so got to be the theme song. And then number one for me is for sure Summertime off the first CD that I ever purchased. I feel like Will Smith has done a, a ton of fun records. Um, but for me, when it also felt like it feels outside and everything just seemed to align for that record. Number one for me, Summertime, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Uh, I wonder what five you would put on your top five or if there's some in here that you're like, you're crazy, man. So I would say hit me up uh, in an email or a, on a comment or something. I don't really know how all that works. So my email is ZachWoodruff at gmail.com. I do have a Yahoo one as well, but my son was telling me like, oh, people use Yahoo. So ZachWoodruff at gmail.com. Again, the website is ZachWoodruff, that's Z-A-C, W-O-O-D-R-U-F-F dot com. And you can hit us up through that as well. We got a little newsletter I'm going to start each week just to kind of summarize, send out like the show highlights and any other cool stuff. So um, definitely would love for you to shoot me your email. To, so check the website and at the bottom of every page, there's a spot you can sign up on the newsletter. But again, I'd love to hear what your top five is and just start some conversation. Maybe I might have young Zach show me how to do a Discord something. Maybe we just open up a Discord for hella years and we could talk about whatever. Even if it's just a couple of us, all good, but it's a cool spot. Maybe we'll try that out. Uh, we are going to do a little bonus episode to the content. We were just talking about those songs on Spotify. We can actually play those songs too. So there's a bonus episode, like a part two to this first episode. If you're using Spotify, you can check that out.
is the Hella Years Podcast. It's the Hella Years Podcast. Hip hop and wellness all together. Yep. So that's it in a nutshell. The Hella Years Podcast. We're going to talk hip hop. We're going to talk wellness. We're going to check in with some friends, see how they're doing and what they're up to and how they're taking care of themselves. ZachWoodruff.com is the website. Z-A-C-W-O-O-D-R-U-F-F.com. I'm excited for y'all to check that website too. There's a, a link on there for Young Zach. He made most of the beats on the show today. And he's a beast with the pen. He's writing some crazy shit. Can't wait to share it with y'all. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Every Friday we'll drop. Hopefully first thing in the morning is the plan. I don't know exactly what time, but just so if you're working on Friday on your way in, you could hear the latest episode of the Hell of Years podcast. All right. Before we go, though, I do want to check in with my homie from Sacramento. See, so I, I went to Sac State in 1998 with my bros, Robbie Digital and Sean Russell Lumaki. Rest in peace, brother. And I was in Sacramento and I met the homie DJ Filet. And then it it just jumped off from there, right? And as I was meeting people and becoming a part of the Sacramento hip hop culture, I met the homie Maintain. What's up with you, brother? I'm chilling, man. About to roll something up. Relaxing That's what it after is. work, you know. What's going on in Sacramento today? Man, we got a little half overcast, half, half sun going on. It's a good day. You know, our, our weather is bipolar out here. How was your work day? Work was smooth, man. Work, work is easy. I don't ever complain about that. You was on that early grind, yeah? Yeah, I'm up about 4.30 every day. Get it started Monday through Friday. That's my wake-up time, too, man, 4.30. Well, I was just telling people, man... I don't even remember how our paths originally crossed, bro. It was like I was in Sacramento, then I was just meeting hella people almost immediately. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It was through uh, Lido and and, uh, and Ricardo and yep. Jules and all them, you know. Lido ended up being one of my best friends to this day, and I kind of met y'all like on the same day. But it's kind of cool because you shot me this song, this beat that we're writing on right now, which is slapping. It should sound good. You shot me this uh, a few weeks, a month and a half ago. So, and we were talking about just the hook and the concept that hell of years. Right. I'm telling you, man, it just makes sense, right? We've been doing this shit for hell of years. Yeah, it just resonated with you, bro. You're like that. That's you know it. All right. So, uh, Will Smith is he a part of your hip hop story? I mean, uh, summertime, is that your slap? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, how you feeling? Well, I mean, I don't think anybody that grew up at that time can can debate how summertime felt. It's still a record you could play at any time of year and you get that same vibe. And then watching him transition into the TV show and, you know, he did a lot for the culture. Everybody wasn't on Jordans until they saw him with them. Everybody wasn't willing to step out the box with how they dressed until they saw him doing it, so... You know, I don't think he gets enough credit as a jet setter or a tastemaker like he should, but he's still that guy. And I think he reminded him. I'm happy he acted up the other night, to be honest. Are you? Yeah, bro. Expand on that. I'm interested. What? Why do you say that? I feel like we live in a world where nobody gets checked for their actions like they should uh-huh. anymore. He doesn't always have to be physical, but still, like... Nobody, nobody takes accountability. They just sit on the internet and they run their mouth. So you got somebody that was like the source of the popular meme for so long. He's going to reach an agitation point. You know what I mean? Um, I feel that. Because I agree. I think people, more people need to speak up when people are talking shit or they're doing something that ain't right. And people don't want to say nothing. Or they feel like they can't say nothing. Fuck that. Say something. 
Right. Everybody too soft, but everybody got an opinion. I don't make no Absolutely. Sense. Ain't that the truth? But I do I do think he could have I think he could have said something stronger than his actions were. I think and he's even you know spoken on this since and that violence is not the answer but i understand needing to check somebody sometimes or needing to say hey even if it is a comedian i mean i know we're going to expect those things from comedians right but sometimes you if you cross the line you gotta speak up you gotta say something 100 percent, and it's, it's part of it's part of humility too and that's missing like I've had close friends need to put me in my place because they felt like I was out of line. Like, that's normal. You know what I mean? Um, and again, like, we can expand upon it. You know, that's a married man. This is not his girlfriend. This is the mother of his children. They're still together. Like, these things got to be stood up on. At some point, you got to stand on your own. And I feel like he was so quiet through everything else that led up to it. I don't feel like it was all about Chris. I could say that. I think it was a lot more on his shoulders. I don't think it was about him almost at all. That was just, that was the moment that it all came out, you know? And we don't know the backstory. There might be more, I'm sure there are more details and more little juicy bits that add to why that happened. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's a man just like any of us. He's a human. He feels things. And I'm sure he's going to reflect on that and try to learn and grow. And if that's what you're doing... That's all right. You can learn from your mistakes. It's just don't choose to do, to make them again. It's an example of holding something in for hella years, and then it comes out, and that that's the moment it came out. Yep, totally agree. So let's talk a little bit about what you're working on right now, man. I know you've always been working on music. I know you got a few projects out right now. What uh, what's the latest? Well, you know, we started the top of the year with a project called Maine and Mando. That's me and a producer. His name is Mando Beats. He's from Modesto, California, Central Valley. And uh, we crossed paths years ago, and it just came back together, and we got the project done. It's the uh, first project I've done with a bunch of features, to be honest. You know, I got two solo songs and special guests on, on every other track. So it was a fun record. It's, uh, it's moving well, and it's still brand new to somebody who hasn't heard it. So go check it out. And... Like you said, I keep working all the time. I can't help it with the music. Probably why I haven't stopped is just my heart. <laughs> You've right? been doing it for hella years, <laughs> man. Hella years. And it's not something I look at. You know, I don't need traditional accolades or notoriety. It's just, it's my art form. It's my love. And I keep it pushing. So there's a project in the cuts for Grandma called Emma Barber. Rest in peace to her. That one's sitting. Um, project with my cousin Will. Will Amazing. And then that beat you hear in the background is produced by Mouthy Falcon. And he's somebody I've known since I was eight years, eight years old. You know what I mean? And we start dialing in on this one. So the genre of his music style we're calling uh, Arcade Mob. Okay, Mob, that shit sounds nice, man. Can't wait to hear more. You have to get the homie on to connect with us. Let's get him on here so we can talk a little bit about, you know, where 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 he's going with his music. hundred percent. I got you, brother. I'm glad that you're All back, right. man. The world needed. You already know. I got one other question, man. So what are you doing to take care of yourself today? Mental health, physical health. What are you doing to make sure that maintain is in tip top? Well, um, tonight will be the uh workout around the house crunchies and push-ups um shout out my partner jamal has got me back in the gym or in the gym for the first time um i got to a certain age i'm like you know what let's shed some years off of things that don't need to be with you so you can be more productive in the future so i didn't change my diet i'm on a strict 30-day plan with that and just working out three four times a week and trying to enjoy the rest of life man yeah, let's uh, man, keep us updated how that's going. I think part of this whole podcast is just to help each other, help learn from each other, help motivate each other, help grow with each other. So I want I want to hear the progress as you move along in these 30 days and you can let everybody else know how things. I'm with it. I'm with it, man. We'll hold me accountable. I started at 221 at the beginning of this week. We'll check in on the next one. I'll let you know where I am on the scale. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, hey, but we got to play him the Hell of Years record before we get out of here. So I'm going to go ahead and slide it to you, my brother. You go ahead and introduce the, the track. Let him know what's going on. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. 
Well, here we go, y'all. Check this out, man. This is Hella Years, produced by Mouthpiece Falcon. And it's just a culmination of what we've been doing forever. The love for hip-hop and, and good music. I was at the table, breaking it down. Pass it around, smoke out the pound. At least a zip, burning it down. Clouds all around, you know where I'm found. And I'm with Six Sack Town. They get pounds, take it back out of town Guess what I found? A shell on the ground Walking in the stove to get some more Woods and plains, ain't it a shame? If it don't make sense, it don't make domain No reason to explain, I gotta maintain Maltese on the shit, arcade my bitch Break it down, no switch, paper plane game shit Maybe your back would, but I'm rolling this that good Red eye flight shit, hit it once, hold it twice shit Pack rose cannabis, smoking on some M&Ms, rolling up some grits I've been rapping for hella years, smoking for hella years Day one still here, hear me crystal clear Pay dues hella years, hit gas, switch gears Hella fresh, check my gear, been fresh hella years Been rapping for hella years, smoking for hella years Day one still here, hear me crystal clear Pay dues hella years, hit gas, switch gears Hella fresh, check my gear, been fresh hella years I was picking out a fit Shout out, Maintain. Appreciate you, my bro. All right, so we're going to do this Hell of Years every Friday. Again, tune in. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. There's just so many. I don't know. Wherever you can find podcasts, you should be able to find it. There's a bonus episode. If you're on Spotify as well, because Spotify, you can actually play songs. So those top five Will Smith records that we were talking about, you can actually hear them in a little playlist and just kind of hear my thought process on why each one in a little bit more detail. ZachWoodruff.com. That's Z-A-C-W-O-O-D-R-U-F-F.com. We're just getting the website built. Again, I'm going to share with you what the goals are. And as we grow, my six months, I want to be doing the little videos so we can all shoot the shit in person. Once a month, big hangout, maybe twice a month even, with the Hellier's family. We'll try to reach out to any and everybody Leave a comment Throw a share up Tell somebody to tell somebody If you got an idea let me know Again I appreciate you Thank you Have a fantastic weekend Be safe today Make the most of every moment Make good decisions You got this I will see y'all next week. It's all love. Hip-hop is health.